Hello, everybody. It's me, Monique, the host of One More Minute Podcast. You all are in for a very special treat. No, it is not Monday, but today is my birthday. Today, I am 33, celebrating 32 trips around the sun as I prepare for another one. So in a true One More Minute Podcast fashion, We are keeping with our yearly tradition where I talk about the things I learned at the previous age and the the one thing I'm hoping for in the future. And this year will be no different. If you're new to One More Minute, you know that we've been doing this since 2014 as a way to kind of celebrate our past and get ready and prepare for our future. Now, guys, this year has been a hot mess. I think the last couple of podcasts, I always open it up with that because I think as time progresses, things just continue to get worse and worse and worse and worse. But if you are millennial like myself, we've probably seen the best of times and the worst of times, right? We have witnessed and gotten through 9-11. We have experienced recessions. We've experienced, you know, national and social crisis. We've seen it all. We've been through it all. But there's nothing quite like what we're going through now in 2020 in the midst of two pandemics. The pandemic uh, with coronavirus, COVID-19, as well as social injustice. So let's get straight into it. Most of 32, I spent in the house. I spent the majority of it in quarantine by myself in a lot of solitude, along with my thoughts, along with God, along with, you know, bearing the things that I had hoped for for the year in terms of things that, that I had planned on doing. I think that this year has taught me quite a few things about relationships, taught me about a lot of things about God, love, and life. I can truly say that the person I was when the year first started no longer exists. Everything that I thought is truly null and void the people, the places, the things, the circumstances, the obstacles, um, even the things that I was excited about, um, they no longer matter. It's like they never happened. And as I step into my 33rd year, as we call it our Jesus year, 11 times three, triple the blessings. I'm so excited about the things that I learned at 32 because I can say that these things, these 32 things will be instrumental in the woman that I'll be moving forward. Um, It's amazing what the course of time can do Um, Time is clearly a construct, but how it can literally change your life and how you think and how you show up and how you want to be moving forward. So the first lesson I learned uh, at 32 and keep note that a lot of these lessons are things that you can apply to your own life. So take what you need, though they are my lessons, they're universal. They're things that we've all been through or that we will go through. And I'm just talking about them ahead of you arriving to that place or maybe you are listening. You've already been here. So the first thing that I learned at 32 is that God is. Now, if you know me, you know that my parents are pastors. I've grown, I've grown up in church my entire life. One thing that my parents always stress is, you know, wait till you get to know God for yourself. You know, you're going to know God for yourself. Like, okay, mom and dad, you're right. I'm going to know God for myself. Oh, but at 32, I know him for myself. I know that he's powerful. I know that he's a healer. He's a way maker. He's a mountain mover. He's a restorer. He's a builder. God is real. Like he is real. And he meets you where you are. If you just give him a little bit of your time. And in this bit of solitude that we've been in, I found myself really praying and really like getting closer to him. So that's the perfect segue into the second thing that I've learned, that there's power in words and in prayer. I've really learned to choose my words live, wisely, right? There's a scripture, there's life and death and the power of the tongue. Um, I really, you know, my dad used to always say, make the vision and write the vision and make it plain. I've learned that prayers should be detailed and precise. They have to be intentional. I really made it my business to build a relationship with God. 
And like I mentioned, not one that my mom and dad told me about, one that I would know for myself. Number three, to free yourself from what you thought something was going to be. Go into life with real life expectations and pair it with faith and like you, your expectations will fall somewhere in the middle. Now, I'm truly a Virgo. If you tell me we're going to Disney World at 10 o'clock, I'm up at 8.30, dressed by 9, on my way to you by 9.15. I've already arrived at 9.30. I'm sending you a text at 9.50 like, hey, sis, I'm outside. I'm ready for Disney World sitting on my suitcases, right? I'm someone I get so excited about things when they don't happen. That high I have from a level of expectation when I come down and it's not what I thought it would be, it gets a little hard. So I've kind of, lo- I've kind of learned to land somewhere in the middle of excitement, realism, and expectation, Number four, ooh, this is a good one, y'all. If they wanted to, they would. If they want to, they will. Just remember there's someone, an opportunity, your purpose, willing to cross an ocean for you. And this goes for every single thing in your life. What's for you won't pass you. And that you won't have to fight for it. You won't have to beg for it. It's just going to be yours. And there'll be no questions, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Next, number five, rest of you must, but don't you quit. Timing and alignment are a thing. You plant the seeds for the future and then you watch them flourish later on. I remember there was a time in my life I wanted to give up on my dreams. You know, it was just like I had so many obstacles, people in the way, you know, people didn't believe in me. People didn't believe in my crafts and I really wanted to quit and I had made provisions to like go do something else. But my spirit was like, no, you don't really need to do that. And I didn't quit. And I have to tell you in 2020 on the 17th day of September, the seeds I planted of not quitting, of working hard and persevering are starting to come to life today. And I'm really seeing the fruits of my labor in that area just because I did not quit. So that is a word. It's something that will live with me forever. Don't quit even when things are difficult. It won't be easy, but you just have to keep going. Number six, be who you are and not who you ain't. Always show up as your authentic self. My dad used to always say, uh, die an original and not a carbon copy. Um, being your authentic self means loving yourself through anything, um, being aware of who you are and really sticking to it and owning it, even when it gets ugly and kind of sticky. Number seven, seven is the number of completion. Know your worth and add tax. Really get to know yourself and better yourself every single time. Be willing to play big and not small. Be willing to sacrifice. Be willing to wait. I think sometimes worth and weight are synonymous. Sometimes you have to wait for not only people to see your worth, but also not to jeopardize or compromise your worth or, or rushing a timeline and just wait for what's yours. Um, that's something that's really important. So remember, waiting sometimes equals validating your worth for yourself or for other people to see. Number eight, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to have a second chance. You're allowed to start over as many times as you need to. Number nine, your purpose has a curriculum. You're going to go through uncomfortable things in life to get to the other side of who you're supposed to be. Nothing in life will come easy. Life will throw you curveballs. You know, you let's say you want to be a track star. You might break your leg along the way. You may not be able to make it to practice. You might get kicked off the team. But guess what? Those experiences, negative, positive, in between, will be the catalyst for change for you to either give up or to go harder. Number 10, to that own self be true. You can't fill up someone else's cup if yours is empty. You can't give anything to anyone else if you don't know who you are and what you have to give. Number 11, this is something that's really important to me. No particular 
event has happened in my life, but I have decided my favorite word for 2020 is performative. No more performative relationships. My definition of a friend has drastically changed. I think quarantine is really allowing people to see who's for them, who's against them, who's just kind of like warm on you, neither hot nor cold. Um, I think I've really realized the type of friend I require and most importantly, the type of friend I'd like to be. I no longer have the appetite or the aptitude for relationships that are rooted in like proximity to things or affiliations. I think for a while I kind of gave people the benefit of the doubt based on how I treated people or how I saw the connection. And I've learned I was wrong. What are those people that were to you? It's not really about having friends or transactional relationships. It's really about having people in your life that truly love you before and after your evolution, right? You may be a crappy person. Be with somebody that loves you through that. Don't be like too toxic. But, you know, we all have room to grow up. Um, you want to be around with people that stick around for the good part of your life, for the good part of your story. You want to be around people that uh, consistently show up and don't weaponize your flaws and use them against you or keep a long list of your transge- transgressions while they forget about their own. Um, the thing about friends is I hold it in, t- in a very high regard. Friends are the family that we choose. Y'all know that I'm very close to my family. So I've been blessed in that department. So I'm very keen about the people that I allow into my space. So if I choose you, I want to choose you forever. I want to choose you for a lifetime. Friendships and relationships are things that I take very seriously. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know I've been reading this book um, by Darius Daniels about relationships, about how to compartmentalize people. That book kind of helped me define what type of relationships I want, what type of friend I want to be. And to also know that some friends may not be forever. Some relationships are meant to be like besties. Some people might just be meant to be acquaintances along the way. Woo, that was a lot for number 11. Number 12, really learn the meaning of love and relationships, unconditional and it never wavers. Number 13, love your goddamn self through the seen and the unseen. The same love and acceptance that you are looking for for other people, be that and supply that for yourself. Sometimes you're going to have to love yourself through some stuff that nobody knows about. Dark shadows of the night, your secrets, those like parts of you that you hate, you got to love yourself anyway. Number 14, be clear on what you want. Never falter. Number 15, change is the only thing that's constant. Ride the wave of it and see where you land. Number 16, somehow I've become an empath. I'm becoming less judgmental of people and and having an opinion on what other people got going on. Because as much as we all would like to think that something can never happen to us, it can. And as much as we all like to have an opinion about what we do or what we wouldn't do in a certain situation, the truth is we don't know what we do until we're in that position, until we face it. So I've really learned to give people grace and mercy, the same type of leeway and leverage that I would want um, if I was in a certain predicament. And I think with cancel culture on social media, I'm like very like sensitive to that because who are we to cancel people based upon mistakes? Because when somebody didn't cancel us, so I want you to think about that. Number 17, don't be impressed or flattered with the bare minimum. Number 18, detach from your ego and desires. They usually lead us to shallow places. I remember I almost missed out on an opportunity of a lifetime because my ego was speaking louder than my destiny. I was legit going to forfeit a place that I really saw myself because I thought um, what I knew and it was all wrong. It was all based on ego. I moved out the way and here I am flourishing. Number 19, forgiveness has a new meaning to me. It has a lot to do with forgiving myself for anything. Um, why I didn't show up as myself, anything that I failed, a missed opportunity, a conversation I didn't have. Really just allow myself to feel, let go. And in the words of Debbie Allen from a different world, relax, relate, and release. 
Number 20, learn how to dismantle shame. For me, shame is a word that's relative. Um, There's several sermons that I saw that really confirmed this thought for me, a lesson that I learned. Um, It can be whatever keeps you up at night, whatever's buried in the back of your mind. It's those bad decisions. It's those coulda, shoulda, wouldas. It's those mistakes. It's those missed opportunities. It's all that. Number 21, be open and stay open. Number 22, let it go. Whatever it is that's holding you down. Number 23, pivot, 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 pivot. There's purpose there. Sometimes dreams look different from the beginning to the end. So there's no reward without any risk. Don't be afraid to change. The dream could change, but the benefits could still be the same. And I just came up with that. So that was good. So think about that. 24, there was a season of my life. I had a whole bunch of stuff going on. Really learn how to figure out where I am in the midst of chaos, whether I'm a part of it or whether I'm not. Number 25, there's a gift in solitude and stillness. Really enjoy the little things, like truly absorb them, place them around you. Energy doesn't lie. Trust your intuition. When I tell you this quarantine got me just, I used to be quick to go to the mall to find an outfit to go somewhere, you know, always be out and about, always doing, being extra, doing too much, like for things that didn't matter. Now I want it simple. I want a basic. I want to just like, just how it is. I like the simple things. I don't really like to go out. I like to be home. I really am enjoying my space that's been created for me to create solitude and peace. Number 26, time is a non-renewable resource. Don't waste it on things that don't matter. Number 27, be a good steward of the things that God gives you. Whether that's finances, your personal space, or or the people that God gives to you, the people that God loans you. Don't waste their time. Love people while you can. Because when you can't, you're going to feel that pain and that absence and that, that, um, that void in your life. And that's, you know, cherishing people in death, right? And that's also cherishing people or relationships that you let go, that people are still alive and you're grieving their absence. Number 28. You are the gatekeeper to your success. I remember I had a convo with an executive and she told me the only way I was going to get ahead was taking charge of my career and no one else could do that for me. And that's what she called career planning, making a plan and going after it. And even if it takes several routes to get to that one goal, this also applies to life as well. Be a life planner. Don't go along with the status quo on Joe is comfortable. You're the only one that can fight for your destiny, the only one that can make the first steps and God would do the rest. 29. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay? Um, I always talk about this season of my life. It was just filled with so much confusion and conflict. Um, It lasted for about four years. I had so much drama, so much just BS in every area of my life. Um, And it really became the cause of much of my anxiety. Um, However, I remember those feelings and in those moments, moments, I really had to do some evaluations of my truth, their truth, and the real truth and where I fit in the middle of that. So checking myself has been one of my biggest assets and really helped me grow at 32. Um, my now my threshold for foolishness is extremely low and I'm more control how I react to things, being more emotionless, but being more thoughtful and thinking things through. Number 30, a continued lesson and theme in my life is to never settle, especially in relationships. When it comes to love, don't accept being half loved or carrying the burden of people's uh, insecurities or their demons. Like, if something don't look right, you see a red flag, sis, run. Don't settle for nobody. Because guess what? Only When you settle, the only person you end up losing is yourself. Okay? Number 31. Let go of constructs and thoughts that no longer serve you. Number 32. Life is hard. It's going to happen. It's going to throw you curveballs. 
but you're better than any low moment or pent that you've been through and that you've been in. Life gets better. You just have to keep going. And number 33, I wish for 33, 11 times three. So that's three times the blessings, right? Yeah, I know 11 is one of my favorite numbers. Simply this, don't be afraid to underestimate your own evolution. Your evolution and the revolution may or may not be televised, but don't be afraid to go where God is going to take you. Sometimes it may take separation. Sometimes it may take, you know, isolation, but it's going to be great and it's going to be amazing because all the things you learned at 32 are just um, really setting the foundation um, for where I'm going to be and where I'm going to go. Now, I said a mouthful. That's a lot of lessons, guys. And I plan on doing this till I'm 100. So by that time, there'll probably be holograms and I'll hologram in and I'm going to be fine at 100. But, you know, this is a tradition that I started um, after my grandmother died when I was 26. So instead of spending my birthday at a restaurant and preparing for dinner, I spent my uh, birthday identifying her body in the garage with the coroner's office. We had to forfeit my dinner. So this is something that's very special to me, something that's very important to me. Um, and I really understand, you know, the the gift of life and celebrating it and never taking it for granted. So, um, you know, the thing about birthdays is that you get another chance to get it right. You get another chance to go after that dream, another chance to make something work um, and it just ignite something in you to just keep going and to keep on trying. So as always, I want to keep giving you Mo. I hope that you listen, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Remember, all the things that I shared are my own personal lessons, but I'm sure that there's some things you can take from this that you can apply to your own life, whether they're coming in the near future or you're experiencing them now. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Monique A. Mitchell. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Monificent11, M-O-N-I-F-I-C-E-N-T-11. And make sure that you listen to this podcast on several platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. So thank you all for celebrating my birthday with me for another year. I'll see you on Monday for our regularly scheduled programming. Thank you so much and happy 33rd birthday to me.